Okay, the beginning of that kind of sounded like a like a scary, like you went bum bum bum. So bum 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 dun dun dun. Do you know what that's the theme song? Price is right, duh. Is he sure it's not Jeopardy? Oh, what is it? Price is right. Okay. We used to watch it every morning when we had like school days off, and it was on at like 10 a.m. My brother and I would watch it. When we were younger. Classic sick day. Yeah. All right. What's on TV? Days of Our Lives, General Hospital. Rum bum ba dun 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 dun. Also, Bob Barker like obsessed with spading and neutering pets. Why was he always talking about that? I don't remember that. <laughs> At the end of every episode, he'd be like, "Make sure to get your pets spayed and neutered." It's like really? neutered. Yeah. I don't remember that. Okay, Bob Barker. R.I.P. Rest in peace. <laughs> did he? Wait, did... did he die? <laughs> okay, so Tanya, what episode are we on right now? Ooh, well, I think it's 15. That's right, number 15. Um, and what do we talk about today, Tanya? Yeah, we're going to be talking about breaking out of our comfort zones, what that has looked like in our lives, what that has brought on in our lives, and how... Um, we've tried to push ourselves in different seasons of our lives, sometimes more than other times. I think it's a great topic because we have both individually tried to break out of our comfort zones, which is never easy. But also in our relationship, we've had to break out of our comfort zone, being long distance. You moved to New Jersey. I moved down here to Texas. Um, and it's helped build a great trust. Uh, we've kind of put it on the table, as they say, with each other. And that's helped build trust with us. Um, it's helped build trust with each other, knowing that we've been breaking out of our comfort zones. We've been sacrificing for each other at certain points. Mm-hmm. I think for myself, the irony is how I love stability. Therefore, I probably love comfort. Yet at the same time, if I start to get comfortable, I there's like I will push myself to a different, to the next limit. And I don't know if that's human nature. Or if it's like what it is, but I think we both kind of are really good at pushing ourselves that can be in small ways. It doesn't have to be like this huge monumental thing, but um, there's so much goodness that comes from kind of pushing your limits. Yeah. And I think you're always so brave with your um, ability. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome to jump out of your comfort zones because I know that it's not easy for you to uh, instinctively just be like, yeah, let's try something new, a new adventure. No problem. Let's do it. It's really not. It's really not. It's very hard for me to come out of my comfort zone. But I'm also very aware that it's so good when I come out of my comfort zone that that's what pushes me to. Should we move to Alaska? Break out of our comfort zone? No. Winters? <laughs> just kidding. But you really have, um, you know, what if, what I've known from you and also hearing about your story before I even met you, um, you've always kind of had a slow and steady way of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, for me, I've always tried to push myself out of my comfort zone. Um, 
I think I can get bored a little easy. I always like to do new things. Uh, you know, I'm an ENFP, the Myers-Briggs, so <laughs> I can get really excited about projects or jobs or uh, events and then kind of get bored pretty quickly. So I found myself... You're a big adventurer, that's for sure. Yeah, I always love the new adventure. Um, I always love kind of the newest challenge. So I've kind of naturally been a little more inclined to break out of my comfort zone. But at the same time, there are certain things um, like, okay, maybe my comfort zone is being an adventurer, maybe seeking new opportunities. Oh, that's interesting. But it's like actually like it need to be stable right now. And that can be hard to be like, actually, I need to slow down. Is it easier for me to always be on the run, thinking of new things, big ideas, talking about the big concepts in life? Well, actually, I think I'm called to slow down a little bit and to build a home life, a.k.a. like when I got married. There isn't some idea of like, hey, Tanya, I've been thinking like we got to move to Alaska. You know, like that's really not on the table for us. I don't think that's breaking out of our comfort zones. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to come across in smaller ways. Right. And I think I'm good. At giving myself credit, I think I'm good at kind of like stabilizing you. I think you are, like you said, it's very easy to kind of like live in the clouds and for some pe- live in the adventure for some people that could be their comfort zone. And I'd like, I'd like to think that I'm probably really good at kind of like stabilizing you, bringing you back down to like earth a little bit. A hundred, a hundred percent, definitely, <laughs> definitely you are, and recognizing that, okay. Getting married is a big chapter in our lives together, and it's not always going to require, like, the new adventure. Right. Exactly. It's going to require some stability. So for me, I think that was a little bit of breaking out of my comfort zone. Um, so I actually guess the, the one of the ways I don't like to break out of my comfort zone is uh, software updates. What? Uh, you know, it's like, <laughs> I actually kind of like the operating system working with now. Just remind me later. Okay. <laughs> went right over my head <laughs> well it's like every other day it's like do you want to install this new version that's like listen i like where i am now it's been treating me well everything works uh remind me later remind me try a month from now <laughs> and then a month later hey do you need a new update but the thing is like is that even good because i think i'm working still on mac os catalina <laughs> <laughs> so in that scenario is there a need to come out of your comfort zone? Well, because half the time that you uh, update any like operating system, it's like, just remember, get an external hard drive, download everything onto that external hard drive, all your pictures, important files, emails, and then do the operating system upgrade because you could delete everything. And it's like, listen, I'm not really ma- willing to make that commitment. I like where I am now. I'm comfortable with, <laughs> with Catalina. I'm comfortable with Mac OS Catalina. <laughs> I actually have to, I'm going to check. Hold on a second, everyone. What am I actually... Um, I'm using operating system El Capitan. I don't even know what that means. All right. If you're a Mac user on my Mac, I'm using El Capitan. So tell. I think that's like at least one or two of an old operating system. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we got a Windows user over here. Tell me what you're using. Tell me if that's bad or if I should update it and how the best way to update the the operating system is. I'd love to know. Without deleting everything, because they scare me with that. All right, is this is this boring, Tanya? Me talking yeah, about operating system. I'm like, system? I, if you you guys obviously can't see me, but I'm literally like signaling him, like move on, next thing. Like, Spinning wheels we over lost here. People. Spinning wheels. <laughs> I'm so interested Again, in Again, balancing. <laughs> I told you, I get very into 
things and content. She's literally spinning the wheels right now. I'm like, is this boring, everyone? Let's go. <laughs> okay, so Tanya, describe to me what you think for you breaking out of your comfort zone has been um, and what the implications of it mean for you. What it's been? Well, okay, so I guess really significant examples for me of breaking out of my comfort zone have been and we've talked about this before, just moving, moving out of the state was a huge, huge deal for me. And I pushed myself and I'm so happy I did it. But that was, that was very hard. I didn't want to leave for college initially from high school at age 18. I was just, I'm so attached to my parents, my home. And so I didn't, I like stayed at, in my hometown for two years, did college there for two years. But I finally kind of pushed myself and got out of that comfort zone. It took me a little longer, but that doesn't mean anything. You know, it was and I had to come to terms with like, it's not bad if I didn't leave for school at age 18. That doesn't mean I'm weak. It just meant I wasn't ready to come out of my comfort zone. But I did. And then I was at Texas State, which was about four and a half hours from home. And then from there, I went to Kansas, and that was like, okay, we're going out of state now, and that was a just a big, big leap of faith. And then moving to New Jersey for you, that was like, not for you, but for us, a hanger just fell, so if you heard that, <laughs> uh, for us, I pushed myself out of my comfort zone, and what I can see from that is that every time I've pushed myself in that way it was always for the better all like goodness always just came out of it and you always grew yeah thank you I always grew and I never regretted it and that is what continues to allow me to push myself out of my comfort zone what would you say is the biggest um like hold back for breaking out of your comfort zone for you like what is something that is holding you back from making decisions that are going to definitely break you out of like your comfort why zone. Why would I be scared? I think for me it's associating the unknown with failure. So if I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone, that means I'm going into an unknown. That means I don't know what's going to see me on the other side. Am I going to be able to handle it? What's it what is it whatever it is going to do to me? Um so just really associating it with fear. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that was very well said, Tanya. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so well said. Uh, I think the fear of failure, um, the fear of the unknown can be hard when you're breaking out of your comfort zone. I similarly uh, felt like I broke out of my comfort zone when I was a missionary for a couple of years, moving away from home to out of the country. Um, that was hard. Uh, and it was hard because the unknown was so vast. And it was a big challenge to be like, wow, I'm really, really doing this. And even though I wanted adventure, like I was saying earlier, it's still easy to be home in New Jersey, easy to be maybe working a job, hanging out with friends, uh, doing whatever. But to be off in foreign lands, I just felt like totally broke me out of my comfort zone. I mean, broke me out of like the cultural norms I knew of America and all of a sudden like the Philippines or Ecuador, all these places. Um, it really broke me out of my comfort zone. And like you said, Tanya, uh, those experiences for a few years there in particular, it made me grow so much. It helped me grow. Um, so I've always tried to 
seek out or not be scared of breaking out of my comfort zone because I've always felt myself grow um, breaking out of my comfort zone. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I will say I have also actually failed when I've broken out of my comfort zone and the growth doesn't equal success. The growth equals growth and failing doesn't equal anything, if that makes sense. Yeah, of course. I mean, I don't even know what you mean when you say you failed by breaking out of your comfort zone. You probably didn't fail. You're right, I guess. In Yeah, you're right. Um, but I will give an example of a time that I thought I failed and I pushed myself out of my comfort zone was I took an internship as a hospital chaplain and it was like a nine month long internship. And I was, I thought like, this is my calling. This is what I want to do. I want to like be in hospitals with people that are suffering and I want to be there for them. And I did it and it was the hardest thing. And it was the most like in your face, this isn't for you thing that I've ever experienced but I grew, oh my gosh, like I saw and met so many people that touched my life that I was able to hopefully touch their life. And you're right, it wasn't a failure. But in my mind, it can be very easy to think it's a failure because I didn't further pursue it. But I did push myself out of my comfort zone. Yeah, it's not a failure, though. It's a growing experience. It's a learning experience. That definitely was not a failure for you at all. What I learned from breaking out of my comfort zone, like let's say going to college, being a college freshman, okay, that's hard. You're breaking out of your comfort zone. Then by the time you graduate, I was a different person. Then I go to the Philippines. Okay, now I'm learning from that. That broke out of my comfort zone. Then I went to Ecuador. Okay, what I knew in the Philippines helped me in Ecuador. So every time I break out of my comfort zone, I've grown a little bit and I've learned a little bit. And everything I've learned from breaking out of my comfort zones have helped me grow and it's helped me rise to the challenges in my life. Um, and as I grow in responsibility as a husband, I can look back at the times of conquering those challenges when I was breaking out of my comfort zone to use as like fuel for taking on the next challenge, the next time of breaking out of my comfort zone. Yeah, they're learning blocks. So how this all relates to our marriage, Tanya, I think is that we individually have tried to break out of our comfort zones, which built a little bit of, I don't know, confidence or self-esteem. But we've also um, broken out of our comfort zones for each other, in particularly because we were long distance and then you moved to New Jersey and now I moved down to Texas. And would you say that that's built a certain level of trust between us because we have kind of like laid it on the table to an extent where we've moved for each other, like we've kind of pushed ourselves for each other? Yeah, totally. I think witnessing the other pushing themselves outside of the comfort zone has solidified the love that we have for each other. And that's great. <laughs> the trust we've built with each other um, because we've broken out of our comfort zones for each other has been really priceless. Um, knowing that you moved to New Jersey in the middle of winter, you moved a bunch of stuff up. Um, I was like, yeah, wow, she's committed to this. There was kind of no questioning it. There was no hesitation when you came back up to New Jersey. I was like, yeah, she's here. Um, and that helped build trust for me. And I know when I decided to come down to Texas, it was the same for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or did you just expect me to come to Texas? I mean, who wouldn't want to live in Texas? <laughs> Boom. All right. So, Tanya, what is a way we can break out of our comfort zones every day in our marriage to help grow our relationship and continue to build trust with each other? Well, 
I had to learn how to be vulnerable every day in marriage. And that has in itself been breaking out of my comfort zone. Before you, before I met you, before dating, it was just me that I had to worry about. And there was no need for me to be vulnerable 24-7 with somebody else. And now there is. And I love it. But it was definitely like out of my comfort zone to be like vulnerable every day with you. I agree with you 100% on being vulnerable every day um, as a way of breaking out of my comfort zone. I definitely felt that. Um, I also think this podcast for me has been a way of breaking out of my comfort zone, not because um, of the creative sense of it, but because we're talking about our marriage. And I think I'm more inclined to be really private. You are. You definitely are. Yeah, I'm more inclined to be very private, especially like the more private the matter, the more private I want to be about it. I'm not the like bust the door in and be like, oh my gosh, it's raining outside. My ear hurts. Like my knee is in pain. Like I, t- or at least I think I am. No, you definitely are. You're very private. <laughs> People are probably like, hey, bro, you you unload your problems on us all the time. <laughs> no, but I tend to be private. Um, so for this, I was a little bit hesitant to talk about our marriage because I don't want to like air out dirty laundry. Now, I don't think we have dirty laundry, but even just talking about the way that, I don't know, I can be vulnerable is breaking out of my comfort zone. I know my friends are listening to this. I know other guys are listening to this and it's been breaking out of my comfort zone. But like I said, like you said, breaking out of comfort zone is a great way to grow. And I think this has helped our marriage, this podcast. And it's also been great for other people. I know other people have benefited from listening. They've emailed us, they've texted us, they've talked to us. So I actually love that I've been breaking out of my comfort zone and it's been helping other people break out of their comfort zone. Amen, brother. Great. So I think we solved it, right? We did it. We did it. High five. Let us know what you guys think about breaking out of your comfort zone. Email us a story of you breaking out of your comfort zone. Um, Is it hard for you? Is it easy for you? Are you a natural adventurer? I'd love to hear it. Tanya would love to hear it. Please email us your favorite stories about you breaking out of your comfort zone and what it brought to your life. We would love to hear. Absolutely. At what's the deal podcast.com. Oh, no. What's the deal podcast.com is our website. At what's the deal podcast at gmail.com. You can email us. Okay, y'all, we have a very special treat and a very <laughs> brand new segment for you. This is going to be a very fun segment. I hope so. Pressure's on. <laughs> it is called Time Traveling with Tanya. Time Traveling with Tanya. And in this segment, we are going to... We're going to go back into my old journals that I wrote in when I was in middle school and high school. And we're just going to read some excerpts, see where that young young Tanya was at that time. Talk about breaking out of your comfort zone. For real. Talk about being vulnerable, you guys. I think this can be a fun way to get to know you better, Tanya, and just to show how much of a gem and true national treasure you are. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm going to try to dig up some of mine, too, um, to, to, join in. to join in the fun. 
Tanya found some old journals recently and we read some of the excerpts and we were like, these are so cute and they are so priceless to kind of like see the mind of a young Tanya, younger Tanya. (laughs) And to see kind of the amazing woman she is now is like, wow, this is so great. Okay, so I'm going to read from the summer of 2005. So I was 16. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And that summer we went on a trip. That's all I'm going to say. Time Traveling with Tanya is going to express the rest. Okay. Well, July 9th, 2005, we left to our vacation in the East Coast. It was an unforgettable experience. First, in Boston, we saw Blue Man Group, a theater. One of the best shows I've ever seen. (laughs) It's probably the only show. Yeah, how many shows had you seen as a 15-year-old? I don't know. We saw so much. We saw Chinatown, Beacon Hill, Harvard, etc., wonder what the etc. was. What was the etc. of Boston? Who knows? (laughs) Um, I love how you're saying like you're seeing all these Boston things. Harvard, Beacon Hill, etc. You know, this this city that has 350 years of history, etc. (laughs) That was the stuff that stayed, I guess. Um, Let's see. We also saw some of my cousins living in Boston. They were really nice and they looked like true Espinosas. The little girl was so much like me. It was scary. It felt like I was looking in a mirror sometimes. (laughs) We were that much alike. This was your cousin? Second cousin. (laughs) Where is she now? Does she listen to the podcast? She probably doesn't, but I'm going to send it to her. She made a cameo. Okay, so in my journal, I go, anyways. (laughs) Anyways, then we went to NYC. Wow. <laughs> Wait, listen to the next sentence. I know I'm a big city girl because I loved it. <laughs> that like can't be further from the truth right now. Right. If you've followed us at all the past 14 episodes, you know that Tani was pretty adamantly like, oh Against man, I just, NYC. Yeah, I just want to go to Texas so badly. Like New York's so crazy. I don't know if I can handle living there. But at 15. You knew you were a big city girl. girl. (laughs) There was always such excitement, and I didn't want to leave. My favorite part of NYC was Times Square and Broadway. I despise Times Square now. (laughs) Times Square is incredible. The big screens everywhere, all the stores, all the people. Broadways we saw were incredible, too. I know why they're so famous now. We saw the musical Chicago and Wicked. Wicked was my favorite one, of course. (laughs) It's a great... Great Wicked is awesome. It is awesome. And I've seen it a couple times after that because it's so magical. I love that. I love the way you're talking about New York City as like this. As if I love it. (laughs) Yeah, no, but you probably did love it back then. And you were probably so mesmerized by it. I love hearing that Tanya Espinosa at one point was just like blown away by New York. I love that. (laughs) There's a part of you that's so happy to know that you walked into New York. It was like, wow. Loving it. Love it. Yeah, (laughs) That makes me so happy. After NYC, my dad left and my brother, mom, and I continued to Philadelphia. I thought it was going to be ugly, but it was really pretty. (laughs) Now, were you basing your opinion about Philadelphia from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? I think I was basing it, which I think I was basing it on Boy Meets World, which if I was basing it on that, it should be pretty. (laughs) I couldn't find Mr. Feeney's house. (laughs) Um... 
It was a really cozy city. Then we went to Washington, D.C. The buildings were really pretty. And that's it. <laughs> that's the end of it. And that's the summer, the East Coast vacation. Yeah. Age 16, Tanya, journal entry. I love that. And I love how you wrote so much about Boston and New York and then Philly and D.C. You were like, D.C., the buildings are really pretty. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's all I'm going to talk about. Yeah, I hope you guys liked it. Um I have a ton of more excerpts we're going to do and hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know if you guys want us to read more of Tanya's uh, excerpts from her journal, Time Traveling with Tanya. Because this is going to be a real test if people enjoy this. Because I love that. I think we love doing that. It's so fun to me. Uh, We'll we'll see if other people enjoy listening to me reading excerpts. You guys have have to tell us. (laughs) Um, But thank you for doing that, Tanya. That takes some vulnerability. You're really breaking out of your comfort zone. Um, I think it's so cute. I really do. Just like getting in your mind. I love hearing it because like I just want to know everything about you and know you more deeply every single day. So to hear that, to hear what 15, 16-year-old Tanya was thinking, like I love it. I love, And then to love to see where you've come and uh, where you were. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thank you guys for continuing to come back and hear us. And make sure you guys are reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you guys are writing us emails at what's the deal podcast at gmail.com. We really appreciate any time you guys are reaching out to us. Um, thank you so much for listening and continuing to come back, continuing to download, continuing to listen, continuing to share it. Uh, it means so much to us. And we love doing this. And we're going to keep doing this. Um, and we hope that it's a bright part of your day when you listen. Yeah, it means so much, you guys. Thank you. Until next time. We'll see you guys later.